Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the Urban Pitch Podcast, the beautiful game of life. Today we have a very, very special guest in the building. Very, very happy to have Mr. Kai Kamara in the house. Thank you very much, and I'm really, really happy to be here. Did I did I uh, pronounce that name? That was perfect. Yeah, yeah. I always get worried. I'm like, yeah. are they going to say my name right? I know K and instead of Kia. Right? Kia. Kia. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, man, we do our Googles around here. I love it. I <laughs> Not love only it. that, we're fans. I love it. Yeah, we, you know, we keep track with the uh, big time players, you know, in MLS and, and abroad. You know, you're you, definitely you one of those big guys. Time? Oh, come what? on, man. What? Come on now. Okay, that's, that's cool. No, I've been doing uh, um, this uh, MLS uh, Media Day tour and just mm-hmm. going around and I'm. A couple of times I'm going after, you know, Zlatan or I'm mm-hmm. going after, you know, Bastian Schweinsteig. And right. I'm like, oh, man, they was just here. I got to keep it up. Okay. So have you seen that one uh, photo on uh, on the Internet or Instagram with Bastian uh, Schweinsteiger where he had just come to uh, MLS, right? And in the airport, right? Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> and the lady's asking him to it's take the photo. Take a picture. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So it's, it all depends. It's all, there's levels to this, there's, right? Yeah. It's, it's great, though. I uh-huh. mean, that, you know, for him, he's such a good guy. He's such mm-hmm. a nice guy. Um, you know, for a humor like that, he right. you know he would laugh over it. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's not one of those guys that would just you know be sad or be mad like oh, right. he didn't know who I was. But, right. You know, it's great. Like yeah, earlier, you know, you just pulled me to the side and just mm-hmm. talking, talking about Chicago. I'm like, no, yeah. don't worry about Chicago. I'm gonna be good in Colorado. Mm, yeah. Okay, so he's trying to rec- do a little recruiting or something. I don't know or, if that's know? what he was trying to do, but yeah. I said, don't worry about it. <laughs> right, right. Well, how, you're 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 a veteran now, right? You're what, 33 right now? 34. 34. 34 yeah. Okay. Usually, I don't let people talk about my age. But yeah. I'm gonna give you a pass on but that one. Not yeah. only that, but you look young. You know what I mean? You still fit, right? Appreciate you got that. that young, youthful Eat exuberance, well, man. I tell mm-hmm. people rice, lots of rice. Man. Is that what it is? Yeah, baby. It's West Africa, lots okay. of rice. You know, so. I get that in me every time I can. Is that uh, rice a staple in Sierra Leone? Very much. Is very it? much a staple. Okay. Yeah. How, what kind of rice is it? Because you know you're talking to. I know, you know baby. You know that's I, mean? what I know I'm my saying. rice. White rice, man. Yeah, yeah. That white, white rice, rice steamed okay. rice. That's it. Uh-huh. Right? We mix that with everything. You know, the, we have the different kind of leaves that we do, like cassava's leaves mm-hmm. and potatoes leaves, and you know, like spinach, those yeah. kind of things, and we just blend all together. But it's basically rice and mm-hmm. everything else. Okay. Is yeah. that uh, like a, a big part of your you know your training? regimen like nutrition i would just say you nutrition. Know, you're an athlete you're yeah. an athlete so i should have a nutrition but i okay. don't really so you just kind of eat whatever you you know what i mean you're not like a strict strict no, guy because i i train hard you okay. know i want to give myself all the kudos but i love training and mm. i love working hard i love to be sore mm-hmm. even in this off season like i'll be sitting there and just like nah i just mm-hmm. don't you know I, I i love just saying okay i just went for a 50 minute run mm-hmm. at this pace so when i come back i'm really sore and when i come back i can eat well mm-hmm. eat what I want to eat and then move from there okay so when you say training though uh, are we talking a lot of running uh, I run you know? I love cardio cardio I love cardio I'm, okay. I'm hardly in the gym well yeah. I should say I'm never right. in the gym yeah so you're not like a big weights guy lifting guy right that's oh, not your game this, right man. yeah no, that's okay. all natural though right that's natural <laughs> I mean look uh-huh. at you man you do push-ups don't you I try to do a little bit of yeah. pull-ups and push-ups yeah. pull-ups yeah. I can yeah. see the shoulders yeah um, no I can't do that I can't pull okay. myself up you know I might mm-hmm. do five Mm-hmm. That's it. But I'm, I love cardio. I run. I just love running. Just going out running for. If I say you know I'm I'm out running like I say for 50 minutes or I did mm-hmm. you know an hour I'll, I'll say today I'm going 40 minutes that way and coming back and right. I, I I feel really pleased when I'm done doing mm-hmm. that. I feel that's kind of like your your style of game as well, uh-huh. right? Tell In, us about endurance. tell us yeah tell us what you're, you're what you 
if you were to you know give how your a snapshot of your game and what makes you successful right tell yeah. us what's that what's that about uh, besides work, your size working, obviously working working hard working hard but enjoying it you know to mm -hmm. me like i said the the endurance is everything and mm -hmm. I love to feed off of the other players and other teams, whether opponents. So mm -hmm. When I see, you, you know, it's simple. When you see somebody's weakness and you know mm -hmm. they're tired, you're like, yeah. Okay. You know, you're, you being tired gives me energy. I'm like, yeah, I, see. I, I, I can smell, you know, I can feel it. He's, a, he's breathing harder. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even though I might be a little bit tired, but I kind of hold my breath there and go, mm -hmm. I got, you know, I got one edge on you. And, you know, the athleticism, you know, that's mm -hmm. something I've been gifted with. Yeah. Uh, being the most athletic guy, you know, one of the most athletic guy, I should say, because mm -hmm. I don't want to offend anyone, but okay. who cares about them anyway? <laughs> okay. One of the most athletic guys in okay. MLS. Right. And uh, I have to own to that. So yeah. when you say that, right, what, what are we talking here? Because, you know, when you're talking about uh, like NBA or NFL, they have, uh, you know, the draft combine yeah, results, tests, right? And yeah. MLS does it too nowadays, yeah, right? Yeah. But are you talking about those type of numbers? Is yeah, that what you're you talking know, about? I'm not, I, I don't put the numbers down, okay. you know, obviously, because uh, what we do do the numbers, we do mm -hmm. do the jump test, the sure. verticals and all that stuff. I don't keep track of my numbers. Mm -hmm. I go in there, I do the jump and they're like, I just leave them at a wall and then I walk mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. But uh, I just show it on the field. I mean, everybody that watched me play and watch most of my goals, obviously, have come from the air, air mm -hmm. balls and crosses. And I and I, I really own up to that. I say, if, you know, my game is going to be up in the air, you mm -hmm. know, jumping and the athleticism and moving around. And I'm going to continue to do that. Oh, sometimes it's, you know, it's the speed that people mm -hmm. don't see that, uh, you know, they're like, oh, he's a big guy. He doesn't run that much, you yeah, know? Yeah. And then there's a ball behind the def defense and mm -hmm. I'm running there, I'm getting it. And they're like, oh, okay, maybe he is uh -huh, faster. He's got some speed, right? Yeah. Okay, you've had a very, very, I would say, uh, long and storied career you know it's not the typical okay you played you know five years on this team yeah. and then four years you know what i mean yeah, you've yeah, been yeah. in a lot of different places right you've journey, played in the premier journeyman, league journeyman. yeah journeyman right <laughs> but then when I, the reason why i don't want to use the word journeyman necessarily mm -hmm. is because that kind of implies like you bounced around yeah versus yeah. traveled and had experiences yeah, right yeah so i i always like to to ask uh players such as yourself that uh, have played in elite leagues right in comparison to mls because i feel the american audience you know we have some really really uh technical guys that really know the game mm -hmm. and other people that are just more like fans and it's all good right but they just kind of automatically think like uh, la liga or, or english premier league are like on a certain tier and then they just kind of poo poo mls right yeah. give us your professional you know what i mean from your perspective yeah. right because you yeah. played there no you're right you're right and uh you know maybe i was that guy too when okay. i first you know again coming from sierra leone mm. at the age 16 uh, moving into the u.s and that's when I finally knew what the MLS was. I didn't know what the MLS was. And mm -hmm. MLS had been going for a little bit before that. And uh, being in America, growing up in America, knowing the fact that I came from a culture where soccer, football, as we say, it's number one. And I come to America where I'm going to high school and playing, trying to play soccer, there's not much of it. You know, I grew up here in, in LA, I should say, Hawthorne, yeah. Manhattan Beach, around there, Torrance. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's basketball and those things sure. that during the the lunch break and all that people are not really into it until later on i realized i say no i mean i want to play soccer that's what i grew up to do and that's what i want to do so you know i kind of venture around the spanish crowd to play soccer and that's mm -hmm. what i did um so it's a it's a journey and it's been good and when i say journeyman to mm -hmm. me it's a positive journeyman mm -hmm. you know and i love it and i owned up to that to saying i've been in different places you know I've, so i started off in mls and it was so amazing but being able to wake up in the morning you know being a soccer fan waking up in the morning all the time and watching the English Premier League. Right. You know, that's, you know, people that I follow, Didier Dogba and those guys, like being there, Thierry Henry, you, 
admire the English Premier League so much to mm-hmm. the time when I get the phone call to say, I'm going to go play in the English Premier League. So I went there with this big smile on my face. Sure. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, so when, I, when it's game day, I know it's a Saturday. I'm like, so other people are waking up, getting mm-hmm. ready to watch, you know, right. us play because I'm in the English Premier League. So it's so amazing. And I did that. But while I was in, in England the whole time, a lot of players in England was asking me, how is the MLS? Sure. Because now the MLS was making the name. Mm-hmm. David Beckham and those guys was yeah, playing yeah. over here, you yeah. know. Um, so they were like, how is the MLS? How is this? You know, can I go over there? Can I live over there? It's like, you guys love America. You go to America on vacations. When, you know, the league is growing and the league is only going to keep growing mm-hmm. and you're going to love playing in the MLS. And so when there was a chance for me to come back to the MLS, mm-hmm. didn't turn it down at all, I said, because I it's a league that's growing. Mm-hmm. So I was in England for you know a year and a half, two years, and I, I just made the transition to come back to the MLS, mm-hmm. and it's grown so much. And as we all know, soccer right. is getting bigger and bigger in America that I would have never thought that mm-hmm. when I first moved into the U.S. Okay. If, if you were to compare, let's say, uh, you know, the premiership mm-hmm. uh, versus the championship mm-hmm. versus MLS, what uh, give me some kind of uh, descriptions of what stands out in your mind from those experiences? Yeah, I, obviously not just the game itself, me, but just no, overall experience. Overall experiences, yeah. soccer or okay. fo- football is mm-hmm. it's everything in England. You know, it's yeah. it's everybody worship, not just maybe just in England, but so the Premiership, it's okay. the best league in the world by okay. far to me, and that's what it is. Got and it. then we come to the Championship, which I've played. I played for Middlesbrough in the Championship. Mm. The Championship is compared to be the hardest uh, uh, league in the world you know so not the premier league is the best league but championship yeah. supposed to be the hardest league because of the 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 promotion and the physicality mm-hmm. of the league mm-hmm. but mls to me i have always put it on top of the championship because we have quality in mls mm-hmm. you know seeing the growth of soccer and how it's gone mm-hmm. it's so amazing to just the championship is just this repetition of it's rough it's mm-hmm. brutal people are getting kicked hard and you know refs just let it go because guess what that's the championship mm-hmm. but we're actually playing better soccer in mls than the championship Got so it. when it goes premier league i go mls before i go championship interesting okay yeah. earlier you mentioned a little bit about your background right you were born in uh, sierra leone right west africa and what age did you come to the u.s Yes, I moved to the U.S. at uh, age uh, 16. Okay, 16. 16. From, yeah. And then you were you came here to Hawthorne area? So Hawthorne area, okay. I went to Lunzinger High School. Okay. How, is it rough over there or what? Yeah, it's all right. It's okay? You know, yeah. Yeah, I think Did you ever get to, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like Morningside. <laughs> right. I know the area, right? Oh, so okay. I'm from L.A. I've been, so. I've been to Morningside. Okay. We had games yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's some big-time rivalries, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, you get into good. any, uh, you know, scuffles when you're in high school? I did. You I did. did. Okay. You know, I had a short temper. You did. You know, and coming to to America where my English wasn't good. Yeah. And uh, being, you know, being provoked in school, right. and you can say, you know, bullied a bit mm-hmm. because when people know you're from Africa, you know, they want to make fun of you a little right. bit and those things. So I had a really short temper. So when mm. those things happen, snap, snap, okay. fight. But you're a One, big guy. Yeah, you know, you're six, I wasn't three. big then. Okay. So when did you <laughs> hit your, you know, your growth? Like, what were I you was in high school? I was growing until I was, what, 23? I was okay. only 5'8 when I was in high school at 16. And, okay. And yeah. So I hit a growth spark. You know, it was still going. And mm. yeah. By so yeah, you were getting, you know, picked on for your accent. For my yeah. accent. And you're not and a big guy. So no. you, yeah, okay. And I played soucer, like I said. You yeah, know, right, I was right. the, one, the only African or, say, the black guy that played soccer. And mm-hmm. everybody else, you know, played other sports. Mm-hmm. I played soccer and volleyball. Okay. So I had, you know, 
uh, being around all the Asian, all the Asian, uh, all my Asian crowd playing volleyball. Okay. And all my Spanish <laughs> crowd yeah, playing, playing soccer. soccer. Okay. So those were my two crowds. So when it yeah, comes yeah. to lunchtime, those are the people I'm hanging out with. Right. You know, and just feeling, I felt left out, uh, you know, a mm. while, a bit, but because mm -hmm. I, I was still trying to find myself. Okay. You know, so it was tough. So I did get into a few scuffles and. Mm. It stopped because I realized that, you know what, I'm just going to pick my side, pick the, the group that I can hang out with and mm -hmm. just stay in that corner. Okay. Yeah. So then you, uh, senior year of high school, you did well enough. Were you getting scouted and recruited by colleges at that time? Yeah, no, it was tough. It was tough. I mean, mm -hmm. being at home again to a single parent, my mom who worked a lot, worked, you know, night, grave night, uh, graveyard shift. Mm. Um, it was difficult, but I was blessed enough to the fact that she worked a lot, but she didn't work, you know, that good job to get that good money. So okay. when I applied for financial aid right. and, uh, and grants, I was I have full financial aid and mm -hmm. my grades were good in, in high school. So I moved into uh, uh, Cal State Dominguez Hills and that's where I went to college. Mm -hmm. It was a great time to go into college in 2003 because at that time the Home Depot Center, which is right. StubHub now, yep. was getting built for the galaxy. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. that campus, right? On the campus. Yeah, yeah, so, so you were excited, you kind of, yeah, there was excitement in the air and all that, right? So okay. I went to school there. Okay, yeah. so then you were around when Beckham, the whole, right, fear yeah, with Beckham was, coming in, awesome. and, right? It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, were you, how, how old were you when he uh, joined MLS, um, LA Galaxy? Beckham, because I, I left, the, Beckham came in 2005, mm -hmm. so I was 20, because I left in 2006, okay. right, 21 being drafted. Okay. Uh, I have a cool story and a cool picture. I don't okay. know where it's at, but yeah, yeah. in 2005, I worked at the Home Depot Center, you know, operations crew, set up the goals, break them down, chairs mm -hmm. and this. And uh, Beckham came and there was a big unveiling and people were doing interviews on the field. And I was just sitting around there. And then this guy um, was trying to do an interview, but his reporter wasn't there yet. So mm -hmm. he had the camera and the mic and he's like, hey, hey. Here's a mic. Ask him a question for me. Just like that. Just huh? like that. Okay. And by then, I got somebody took a picture, and I yeah. have that picture of me oh, asking awesome. David Beckham a question. That's so, awesome. Pretty man. cool. Did you know at that time that you, uh, you know, in, within your destiny, right? You knew you were going to be a, a professional player at that time. I wanted to be a professional you player. You wanted yes. to for sure. But yes. I was you, pushing yeah. myself to that, you know, direction to be a professional player. Mm -hmm. I had already played one season in college, mm -hmm. and. Uh, being around the professional environment, watching, you know, Los Angeles Galaxy train every day, watching Chivas USA back then and train every day. Mm -hmm. um, it was an environment that I, I loved and I was pushing myself again, going for runs around the stadium and saying, yeah. I'm going to get there. I want to get there. And I just, you know, continue to push it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then did you know at that time you'd be making, you know, professional uh, you know, making a living as a professional player and, not, and making not, the big bucks. I, I saw you. I looked up the Googles, man. You know, <laughs> the MLS Google, contracts Google, are still public Go info. Google iced you. <laughs> Don't believe everything Google no? says. No, all right. Okay. Um, no, no, no. I mean, mm. you have a drive. You have a drive. And yeah. It's good to have a goal and want something and going for it. But it was great, too, because, again, the school that I went to, the coaches around there, mm. again, this is a kid from Sierra Leone, West Africa, okay. that, you know, living with a single mom and, now I'm living on campus in college, but the coaching uh, people that I had around me, you know, just made you feel at home and they became a family to me. You know, Joe Flanagan, who was the coach there, um, Kevin Winers, who is now my agent, you know, mm. he's not a coach anymore, sure, sure. Yeah, which is great. So they've all, they all nurtured me to a right way to becoming, you know, they believed in me and say, you can do it. Mm. And when somebody believes in you and they continue to push you, so there was no negative around me. They showed me the positive to say, 
hey, you can do it. Mm-hmm. And then when I heard that over and over, I just kept that in my head that I have to do it. If even not for me, but for them, because they believe that I can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've been I've been looking at your career and, you know, the last few years and, and watching and looking at your stats and all that. And you're you know, obviously been very successful, right? I think you are one of the uh, well-known premier forwards in MLS, right? I, you know, if you're averaging, yeah, if you're <laughs> averaging goals. the number of goals, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're averaging the number of goals that you do, you have to be at that level. Yeah, um, I feel um, the general public they don't have a very good idea, you know, necessarily of who you are as a person, yeah. right? Yeah. But I think if if you kind of you know look up things, they just think stats. of you as like yeah, stats. Yeah. They see your stats, they see your physicality, mm-hmm. right? They know uh, the kind of uh, player you are on the field, right? Uh, who are you as a person? Because I've seen, you know what I mean? Before I met you, right? I'm like, dude, this guy, you know, he looks like a kind of a, like a rough dude. He's like a 6'3", you know, I'm tough, guy, man. tough, I'm right? Tough, He's been man. around, you know, grew up in, you know, Hawthorne area. He's probably right. kind of like a, maybe got that thuggish background, uh, you know what I mean? Those, but, but those yeah. things grow, those things make you a better person. You mm. know, to me, that's how I see it. Growing up in Sierra Leone in a 12, 12 year Civil War country, you know, made me the person that I, I, that I am today when I came to the U.S. and growing up in, in Hawthorne, Lundell, you know, and playing uh, a little bit of club in Manhattan Beach and mm-hmm. those different neighborhoods and different yeah. things that I picked up from all that uh, made me the person that I am now. Mm-hmm. I'm a fun person. That's how I look at myself and that's right. how I want to be remembered. You know, I don't. Okay. It's not just about soccer. Yes, people will obviously remember me from playing soccer, but I put my personality into my game. Yeah. You know, I score goals. I I dance. I do little pranks off mm-hmm. the field sure, and sure. this and connect with my teammates. And right. that's my personality and that's what I try to inject to people and yeah. inject to everyone. So. Just fun. Yeah. Okay, so when you're talking about little pranks on the, on the field, right? I got I to gotta bring this up, right? You know what I'm talking about, right? 2016, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. In the middle, after scoring a goal, right? Twerking, right? Okay, we'll get into the, yeah, twerking, twerking, right? Yeah, it was a twerk, right? It's a dance, right? You got a yellow card for that, though, right? I did. Yeah. Why would you get a yellow card for dancing? I know, right? So you're just expressing yourself. Okay, and then I'm not good at reading lips, okay? But I saw you make a gesture towards the ref and say, I said, why did you give me a yellow? Okay, did he respond? He just gave you a yellow and he just walked away? Inappropriate celebration. Inappropriate celebration. I think, I think... They give yellows for taking off your shirt. Right, right. And then they're going to give a yellow for taking, you know, for twerking. Like, yeah, I don't think yeah. that's a bad dance. Not no. everybody can do it. Can you? No, I'm not Have that flexible. Tried? Have you yeah. tried it? Uh, I've, I know my capabilities now. <laughs> <laughs> I know my strengths and weaknesses, okay? Twerking is yeah. not one of them? No, nah, twerking is not one of them. Okay. okay. So, okay. so how did you even get into twerking? You see, like, are you, you know, looking at the memes on Instagram or what? Yeah. No, I, I yeah. love to dance. So you you're know, okay? It was a, a thing, you know, whenever yeah. some, you know, those little viral things come sure. out, you want to have fun. And it was, it was that week, and mm-hmm. I said, if, if I score, score this week, I'm twerking. I'm twerking. Did you tell your teammates that in advance? A few people did. Okay, so yeah. they were waiting for it. I wasn't expecting a card. Mm. Not at all. That's yeah, why I was yeah. surprised. I was just expecting it. people to just laugh right. and say, wow, look at them. He just yeah. twerked. Because actually a player before me had twerked once. Mm-hmm. On the, you know, His name is Steven Lenhard. He used to play for San Jose Earthquakes. And, uh, you know, big white boy, curly hair. He's big personality, just amazing. Mm-hmm. And he scored and he, he did a little. And I was like... It just popped in my head that week. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm a twerk this week. Did, did he get a card? No, he didn't. He didn't. Okay, no. we're not going to go he, into... I you met know. him yesterday. Okay. Uh, he told me he didn't get a card because his twerking was better than mine. Oh, challenge. Yeah. Right? Twerking <laughs> challenge. <laughs> Speaking of like dancing and music and all that, what kind of, uh, you know, what kind of playlist? What would we find on your playlist? Yeah, I'm a bit, I'm a bit you know, all over the place. Okay. But um, getting into the Afrobeats so much, you know, I've uh, mm-hmm. been in there 
really well. I mean, the well-known artists, you know, the Wizkid and people know Davido and those guys. But you know, being from Sierra Leone, have mm -hmm. some famous guys. <laughs> One of them, his name is Famous, actually. Okay. And uh, Emma Sin and a couple of my guys over there, and the music is just amazing. And I mm -hmm. love music with you know rhythm, the beats and stuff like that. And when it comes to the U.S., yeah. you know, I'm into hip hop. You know, Jay Z is my favorite okay. ever, all time. Uh, a little bit of Lil Wayne and definitely Drake. So okay. it's good. So more towards the the established old school kind of guys, right? Yes. You're not into yes. that the new young the young guys that are around. I, I hear it. You know, okay. I hear the song. Some of them will catch it. Yeah. You know, some of them will definitely catch it. And right. I mean, it's hip and uh, like in the locker room. People are playing music, and we have to play music, and we have to play for everyone. So when mm -hmm. you play for everyone, and even like saying, for example, Spanish music, when mm -hmm. you listen to the reggaeton and those things, it's really good. So we mix it up, and I mix it up. I don't discriminate. How, how does that work in the locker room? You know, does the, the veterans are the ones that get to choose, and then the rookies just kind of go with whatever's picked by the, the veterans, or what? Sometimes you put pressure on the rookies, and you tell okay. them to be a DJ. Ooh, but you tell okay. them if they mess up, that's it. Mm. They've lost their privilege okay. for the rest of the year. Okay, so they're putting on the music, and you guys are getting ready for the game, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But it's good. We, you know, a lot of times you try to mix it. So you ask people, hey, what would you guys like to listen to? Mm -hmm. One or two people tell you songs. So you make a playlist and add all those songs into it. Okay. Yeah. Well, speaking of like music and atmosphere and all that, mm -hmm. what uh, are some, you know, the, the landscape has changed so much in the last five years in MLS, right? We got these huge stadiums. We got God. Bank of California, yeah. right? We got Audi, right? What are some look, other places? You look like you'd be an LAFC fan, not a, not a Galaxy <laughs> I'm fan. I'm not going to lie. You know what I mean? I got, you know what I mean? LA Galaxy, LAFC, right? They're, I mean, because this around here feels yeah. so much like, Urban? you know, kind of, yeah, yeah, the same yeah. kind of feel that LAFC, right. you know, feeds out. You know what's interesting is, I, I, the way I look at it is, uh, I, give res I give respect and props where it's due. Good. So I'm not going to take anything away from LA Galaxy, Good. right? Uh, but at the same time, we have friends at LA Galaxy and we have friends at LAFC, you know, they both come through here, they both play, you know? Okay. So, you know, we're not, I'm not gonna say we're like Switzerland, you yeah. know what I mean? We're like, you know, politically correct, you know? But, you know, I give respect where it's due, but at the same time, we do have season tickets at LAFC, you know? Good yeah. job, yeah. good job. Yeah. They did well, yeah, definitely like you said. I mean, when you have a team like that with a fan mm -hmm. base like that, you just have to support them. All right. It's good. What, what, where do you, uh, where have you played that you really, you know, like get up for the games? Are there certain stadiums that you really look forward to? Home stadium. Home stadium. Sure. You love playing for Whenever the home crowd. Whenever I'm home, okay. my home crowd is number one because I know and I guarantee myself a win at home. And when I do that, my mm -hmm. week is really good. Mm -hmm. And but definitely, you go away. I've played for numerous of clubs in MLS, so I look forward to those games when I get to go back to those cities. Mm -hmm. But then now, like you said, you have to play in LA. You know, play against LAFC. The atmosphere is going to be amazing. Atlanta, mm -hmm. Seattle, Portland. So numerous, you can name all of them, and Cincinnati coming in. So you look forward to all those games. That's the stadium is really gonna get, make it feel like the dream of of soccer, of what you really want it to be. Sure. So and those things is what makes it amazing. How about some of these uh, personal battles? Do you have any good, interesting personal uh, battles with some of these marquee players that are in MLS now, like the the Wayne Rooney's or the Zlatan's <laughs> of the world? You know, any of these or the Drogba's even? No, it's great. It's great. Didn't mm -hmm. you, you mentioned, you know, obviously being able to play, you know, against one of your idols. Sure. It's amazing. Um, this one time I'm playing against Drogba and he's a striker. I'm a striker. We're never supposed to be, you know, marked yeah, up you together. Guys are, you guys are, I yeah, know, opposite, opposite sides. Yeah, yeah. And then one time, I don't know, he's trying to cross the ball and I kind of like shield him off bounds mm -hmm. and he falls down okay. and I fall on top of him and I kind of give him the WrestleMania, pick this mm -hmm. leg up and said one, two, three, like okay. those things. But um, Sebastian Javinko, he's mm. a really big guy and 
well, not big guy. Yeah, not physically sized, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's short. Every but time yeah, I give yeah. him a hug, I say, <laughs> tell him he knows that. Yeah, but he's a but monster on the field, right? We had, yeah. we had, you know, in 2015, um, yeah. a, a race for the Golden Boot. And when I see that and I hear that somebody at that statue that's played in the highest level of soccer around yeah. for, for Italy, for Juventus, and I can compete with them and saying, you know, mm -hmm. we're both fighting for the golden boot. Right. To me, it's amazing. Yeah. But every one of them, you know, uh, Bradley Wright Phillips, you know, scoring a lot of goals. And then now from last year, mm -hmm. uh, Martinez, he's, he's top. So it's not right. just about the guys like the Zlatans that you hear of, but mm -hmm. some of the other guys who are still scoring goals. Chris Wondolowski yeah. is a Californian boy you know, from Chico State. Mm -hmm. And he has the most goals, you know, almost close enough to tie the most goals in MLS. So I look up to that and he went to a division two school. So it's really about the same stories that I come from. Mm -hmm. And I see that and it motivates me. Okay. Speaking of Golden Boot, as a forward, mm -hmm. right? You know, obviously goal, scoring goals is, is on your mind and that's what you get paid for, right? Right. You, you score four goals versus, you know, 14 versus 24, yeah. your salary is going to fluctuate, it. right? That's it for a few years. Yeah. How is it as a as a forward? Uh, are you when it comes to PKs, mm -hmm. right? You know that's because for me, I've always wondered. You know, I know how it is. When I play in amateur leagues, right? It's a touching, so, it's yeah. a touching subject. I know it's a very touching subject. <laughs> so let's get into it, man. Because as an amateur, you know, like I'm not gonna lie. For most teams that I'm on, I'm the captain. Okay, good. <laughs> at the good. amateur level, okay? good. <laughs> All right, at the 45 and over leagues, you know, I dominate. I've, you know? I've been playing for 13 years in MLS, mm. a year and a half in England. Yeah. And I've only captained maybe a handful of times right. in a game. It's it's crazy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's, you yeah, you captain in every game at my level. At my yeah. level, right? we're at my level. I <laughs> hey, can't <man>. captain. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But so what? So my point was, you know, my my livelihood, my paycheck is not dependent on yeah. these goals, right? right? So when a PK comes up, I'm usually just like whoever wants to take it, right? Uh, but of course, if the game is really on the line and it's tight, you know, then I'll mm -hmm. may, maybe step up, right? Yeah. But if as a professional, as a forward, right, like every goal counts. And at the end of the year, when they're tallying up uh, your stats mm -hmm. and sometimes you're uh, financially compensated directly, you know, and you have incentivization on mm -hmm. there. How does that work as a forward? Uh, are you trying to get like every PK because it matters? Me, I want it. I mm -hmm. want every PK. You know, okay. it's pressure moments too. It's not easy goals. Not at all. You know, so it's pressure moments and I want every PK mm -hmm. and uh, I try to go for it. And talking about the story in 2015, me and Sebastian Javinko, we mm -hmm. tied for goals and he beat me on assists. Assist. I, yeah. I don't understand that, that, yeah. that rule, right? I think, go think right, should just be I think goals. right there, they should yeah. have taken all his six penalties away because uh, I only point. had, I think, one penalty yeah. Yeah. or two. But um, no, so you want those penalties because at the end of the day, you don't know what position you're going to be at the end of the mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. People might say you're greedy, but that's what you're supposed to do. The game okay. is played for, to score a goal. And when the team is built up the right way, you make it to go forward. And at the end of the day, you're forward to go and score a goal. Mm -hmm. So to me, I want every penalty. I'm not going to score all of them. Right. I want to score all of them. Um, but yeah, there comes some point, you know, sometimes they say the rule of thumb, if you get foul, you don't take the penalty. Oh, but really? That's because you're still what, trying to recuperate and you're yeah. kind of hurt and you're dinged up a little or but what if you have yeah. ice cold veins then okay. you can step up and take it well what's happening in the background then from from a team perspective mm -hmm. right is the coach already have you know yes. in, in your perspective do they yes. already have the number one pk guy designated and if he's available and he most, takes it and most teams okay. you know before we go out there's yeah. everything on the board they okay. tell you who's the, who's taking penalties who's okay. taking free kicks who's okay. taking this so you know that yeah. and sometimes you might have a couple guys that's listed for penalties so because okay. of that it would come in between between us and we're okay. like, all right, who's gonna take it? Okay, like, so then the coach it. will have maybe like two, three yes. guys listed as the yeah. PK, but yeah. it's not listed as one, two, three necessarily? No, sometimes it's just one. 
Okay. There's just one guy. But, yeah. you know, it comes to a team where there's a few penalty takers, mm. and then you just leave it between you guys to decide. It's up to the players to yeah, kind of distinguish. Say, today, okay. I'll take one. So and then maybe if we okay. get three, then right. maybe you take two. So what happened that. with the whole Egoin situation? I knew that you know? was coming up. Yeah, come I on, man. We got to bring that up. I knew we were building that up. Right. Okay, for the fans that are listening, right? For the fans that are listening. Okay, let's set up what happened. over and over. It was enlisted. It, it know, was not it listed, listed, right? Everybody right. says, you know, yes, uh, Pipa is the number one guy for penalty. Yeah. I respect it. He has ice cold veins. Okay. He makes them. Yeah. I was the goal scorer that year. Right. I won that penalty. Mm-hmm. But not just that. Yeah. I had two goals already, right. you know, in 54 minutes. Mm-hmm. As a striker, in your career, you've never scored a hat trick. Mm. You want that right. last goal to sure, score sure. a hat trick. Race sounds good, right? You know? But hat trick sounds way better. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, so, you know, it okay. comes down to that point where, yeah. you know, I mean, we were winning. Yeah, it yeah. was really. Oh, it was against Montreal. It was against Montreal okay. against Dogba. So I know. I saw. Okay, I saw the clip over. by the way. Yeah, okay. he put his hands over my he shoulder yeah, and yeah, told yeah, me, you know, chill, leave it. It's like mm. Frank Lampard has done that to me once, so uh-huh, it's okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I was pissed, you know. But yeah. hey, again, at that point, to me, it's just about respect. But you know, we've talked about it. Me and that guy, you know, people think it's big stuff, big grudge going on between me and Iguain, mm. and it's not. You know, it's soccer. Um, I moved on from Columbus right after that happened mm-hmm. so that's why it's still in people's head and feeling like oh, you got traded because of a penalty right right but no you know from my perspective uh-huh. i think it's it adds flavor to the mls stories Good. and excitement yeah but it's also like if you just do a search on kai kamara right that, that we need to see a bunch of stuff to come up right i mean you know and that thing comes up right yeah. but we need from my perspective yeah. as fans and yeah. supporters we need a bunch of stories to come up yeah. so that it's not just a two-year-old story that's popping up all the time you know what i mean we want that to come up and we want the latest to come up right. you know what i mean so fight for another penalty whatever i do what right. you i got do. you 20, yeah. 2019 more penalty <laughs> right. stories well i mean speaking of like you know your, your personal life i see a ring are you married or no, I just What's bought, the situation? Bought, got this from the vending machine. Mm, yeah. yeah? No, no, really. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, got my wife. I have a wife and two uh, two kids, mm. a three-year-old daughter and a one-year-old son. Um, it's good. It's busy. Do right. you have kids? No, no. Yeah, not, I'm, yet. I'm not yet. No, not so, yet. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. It's, it's super busy and... Uh, but I love it. Yeah. How, how is that the, from moving, you know, obviously all the time, like, yeah. right, for every team, yeah. you're moving across country, right? How to is me, that? I just tell them. And, you know, my daughter, who's three, she has in more of a sense. And, you know, we go to different places all the time. She wants to travel. We were just here in L.A., went to Disney, went to San Diego, to the zoo. So all those things she sees as an adventure. Mm-hmm. And she's only three until she's about, you know, five and really settle in one school sure. before you can worry about that. So it's 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 been good. This players that's older than me and mm-hmm. or not older than me, but I've had kids that's older yeah. than my kids. That the move is a lot harder on them. For me, and just you know, family's been good. And every city that we've moved to, that's the most important part. Mm-hmm. We've loved it. Yeah, living in Vancouver last year was amazing. Had my had my daughter in Columbus. Mm-hmm. It's a great place to raise a family. You know, my son in in Boston. It's another great city. And now we're all gonna go live in in in, uh, in Colorado in Denver. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a really great place to, you know, live with your family. So mm-hmm. I look forward to that. It's hard to move, you know, a lot of stuff from the house sure. all the time. But she, you know, she forgets about it quick that where we were before to more of where we're at at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you a as a family man, you know, you're established, you're married, you have kids and all that. But at the same time, you're at a certain level in MLS where, you know, you're like a DP player. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, at least salary-wise, you you're up there, you right? Want, you, you calling me a DP player? I'm calling you a DP player. All right, you know, I'm, I'm, take, I'm saying you're at that level, I right? take that award. Yeah. So I'm wondering, uh, how, how are you? Are you like a frugal guy, though? Are you a flashy guy, you know? 
based on you know your upbringing and all that you know you look fitted you look good you know but what you know what do you what you know how are you like when simple. it comes to your finances simple man <laughs> simple it's nothing uh-huh. to stress about I, maybe when we were younger yeah you know growing up from college and yeah. high school you always wanted to be that fancy and this and there realize you know i love to dress up i love you know clothes but simple is just so much better mm-hmm. and that's how i really do myself right so, so you're simple conservative i'm i'm a czar you know zara guy czar h&m okay top shop you know yeah, yeah. top man okay that's, that's I just yeah keep so we're not right gonna there. see we're not gonna be reading about you in 10 years how you you know you blew all your money Maybe I did. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, right, LAFC has this pretty cool, unique uh, endorsement deal with, like, guests, where the players are getting fitted, you know, and getting clothes. And trying to, trying yeah. to draft me to come play for No, LAFC. I'm just saying, like, you know, I, I think it's interesting that MLS now as a league, right, is being able to create and forge these unique uh, branding relationships, right? Uh, and it, that's it's a testament to that the league is getting to that level now. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? Not just the salary, but there's yeah. other additional opportunities for yeah, revenue. Right. I've seen that. I've actually mm-hmm. seen that commercial. A few of the guys doing the guest commercial. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. 2006 is when I came into the league and people weren't getting, you know, phone contracts and, mm-hmm. and those things. And then now, you know, guys have been sponsored by those things, mm-hmm. uh, which is amazing. You know, for a couple of years when I played in Kansas City, I was on a sprint deal and just mm. saying that. It's just so amazing. But um, and more and more, it's going to grow as soccer grows in the country that more players and, you know, it's going to be a a reward because we work so hard. But, you know, maybe you don't get publicly noticed that much. Mm -hmm. But hopefully when that changes, you know, more player will get more personal, you know, endorsements and stuff like that, because it's yes, it's about the money, but not all about the money, Mm -hmm. but more about the recognition and to say, you know, uh, oh, look there. That's, you know, that young guy, you know, from L.A. <laughs> I thought that was actually someone coming up on me. Look okay. there, that's a young yeah. guy from L.A. Yeah. that we know from this neighborhood. Yeah. That's in that, you know, on that banner, on that poster over there. And, you know, it's wearing a, a brand that we, you know, that we love. Mm-hmm. So it's good. Okay. What, what do we what do we have to look forward to in the upcoming year? Right. Brand new team. Right. Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, you have certain uh, immediate short-term goals and long-term goals that you've set? Yeah, you know, I've, I've been in, in MLS for 13 seasons, and to be honest, the way I look at it, and every team I've gone to, mm-hmm. I give it my all, 100%. You know, uh, before this interview, I was speaking to my coach and talking about, you know, going into preseason and things we're going to do. Um, and going into Colorado, there's obviously one most important thing to me is I've played enough that I have not had a championship yet. Mm-hmm. So that's my goal. I'm okay. going to be teaming up with, you know, Benny Fellhaber, you know, really good guy, great player. Being on the same team with, you know, a Tim Howard, mm-hmm. you know, young boys as Kellen the Custer. And building a team like that, it's all about respect. Mm-hmm. And the respect that we want, we're going to have to earn it on the field, which means we're going to have to work hard. Okay. And so to me, it's going in there, establishing what I do do, what's my strength are, yeah. injecting my strength onto the team and hopefully helps the team uh, win a game, two games, three games. And then when that belief comes to me and it goes around the rest of the boys, and mm-hmm. then hopefully uh, this year, 2019 will be a successful season for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me one thing or uh, one of the most important things that you wish as a young like rookie, right, just starting off, because you've been around, mm-hmm. you know a lot now, mm-hmm. right? What do, you, what do you think would have been invaluable to know back then, just starting off that you know now, you know? As a pro, yeah, coming in, listen more, listen, listen more. more. Don't think I, I, you, you know, you know it all. Right out of out of college, I thought I was good enough to play in the MLS mm-hmm. because I watched the MLS so much. But I wasn't good enough, and I didn't listen that I wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. I looked at myself that I'm good enough. When a coach don't play me, I'm upset. 
than you know to sit on the bench and watch the game and learn the game. You know, I didn't have time to do that. I was always mad. You're always mad when they don't. Mm -hmm. When you're not getting your PT. Yeah, or, why yeah. am I not playing? Why am I? No, I wish I would have listened more and learned that. I didn't start doing that until I was, you know, four years later in the league. So I was 25 uh, when I was playing in Houston was when I, you know, finally started understanding the mm -hmm. game of soccer in professional level. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Uh, what about at the uh, national level now, right? Are you still involved with your, you know, with your country team? Yeah, yeah. Playing for, for Sierra Leone for the national team has always been good. And I played since 2008. I've enjoyed it. We've, you know, moved around different mm -hmm. countries, traveling around the world and playing in, in the continent of Africa, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's amazing. It's, it's very hard. It's difficult. It's completely different from what you expect that soccer will be right. here. So... You know the travel has been good and but right now i think i'm really more focused where we've been you know suspended by fifa mm -hmm. for other things that's going on with the country mm -hmm. and because of that i think my focus is all fully you know to colorado rapids for, and, your, yeah. for your team yeah okay what what are some of the main differences right because i when i think of a national team mm -hmm. i feel it's like a team of all-stars pretty much right supposed to be all right supposed to be yeah. right <laughs> uh, i'm sure politics gets in there and all that right Definitely. with anything yeah but what are what are some of the main differences between playing on a team like that, mm -hmm. right, uh, like a national team versus playing on for like a club team? Yeah, it's 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 a lot better playing for a club team because it obviously you're working with these guys, you know, day in and day out, every day. You're learning each other so well, and just like you say, it's you know, a national team is almost like an all-star team. Yeah, um, you get together, and some national teams are great, like U.S. right now. They're in camp. You know, these guys are building uh, chemistry and, and, and bonding for a month you know, together, or a few weeks together, I should say, than me when I go to the national team. And most guys, you're there for maximum maybe four days. Mm -hmm. You know, you get there really quick. They tell you the game plan, and you guys are trying to put everything together. It's amazing to represent your country. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But playing for your club yeah. every day, going to training, and then for the weekends, you know, for months and months, it's so much more, you know, it's it's, it's really, it's a it's a better way to, to bind with your team than the national team. Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. All right. So we're going to definitely uh, look forward to when you come through to L.A. again, right? Yep. Both of when you play against LAFC and yep. L.A. Galaxy, okay. right? You have any uh, predictions on uh, those two uh, games that win, we're going to be looking for? Win-win? Win-win? Win-win. All right. That's, it. That's what it is. You know, uh, StubHub is a familiar ground to me. I've been there over and over. Mm -hmm. I've gotten wins in that stadium, which is good. And I just love the feeling of saying, yeah, we beat LA Galaxy today. Mm. Um, I have not played at the uh, LAFC Stadium yet. Right, right. So, you, yeah. I the game wait. that last year, you were, what was it, were you booked at that time? or Don't remember. That <laughs> okay. was last year. Okay. Yeah, it's in the past. <laughs> that huh? was last okay. year. Okay. I'm going to have to go back and do it. But I think you might have been booked with a red card from the, against I Kansas City or something I don't like remember. that. It was, okay. it was last year. Okay. But you were in the stadium, though, right? No, I didn't. You didn't come didn't to the, you didn't make the game. Yeah, I didn't okay. make it. it was, so you it was, haven't. You have not have played not, in Bank of California yet. Been to the stadium. Okay. Haven't played there. You know, and being an LA boy, like I said, it's yeah. amazing to see what's how soccer is going in the city. And mm -hmm. me walking in here, seriously, just to see this and seeing the, it is just the roots, the urban way of you know how you would love for it to be. And then you see that in real life, it's kind of cool. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. You want to, uh, any last words, any shout outs to your supporters and fans that are watch, watching no. and listening? Uh, hello, it's Kai Kumar. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at 2K3. That's it. Hard shape hand. I was here. This guy's pretty cool, but I'm cooler. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you once again for listening to the Urban Pitch Podcast, The Beautiful Game of Life. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.